Are you a follower? What about a believer? Are you on defense about faith or a wide receiver? Whatever your circumstance may be, an opportunity awaits to set you free. Come get the word straight from the top with Shimon and Andre. To the assembly, I say shalom. Welcome to Straight from the Top. Thank you for tuning in to this program, for we are where your ruler has a multitude of options to which it can be led. But on this day, it is in the presence of this program. This platform is utilized to discuss topics that find themselves tangled within the ruler and need to be set free. The first episode on this program is entitled, Perfectly Stitched Like Draws and Bras. Perfectly stitched like draws and bras is a concept the most high placed in the fabric of my rua over two decades ago. I've always been a creative type that enjoyed the scribe, and I gather all of my ideas and inspiration from my creator. Originally, I made the mistake of making plans that utilize this inspiration as a concept album. You see, I used to spit hot fire back in the day, but the most high had a different tone for my voice. 22 years later, I again made the mistake of planning to provide content in the form of a book, but the inspiration didn't come as I intended. It wasn't until recently that it was revealed on the most appropriate method into which spread the message. The revelation came in the form of spirit-filled counsel with my brothers and sisters. This dialogue turned out to be a blessing of confirmation to introduce the topics through this medium. Perfectly Stitched Like Draws and Bras is aimed at uncovering our covering or cover-up that was instituted by the disobedience of Adam. Adam's disregard of his father's commandment led to his shame and death from his innocence and purity. His transgression has besieged us all, for his actions have led to his fruit attempting to go against the commandment of the Most High. With the audacity to try and hide our inequities under a cloak of secrecy, it is time we as people begin to realize we rinse, recycle, and repeat the fate of our ancestors since the beginning of time, strictly from an obedience standpoint. My fellow children are Yisrael. It is time to wake up, repent, reconcile, and renew our union with the Most High, His Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, and the Ruach HaKadosh. It is also time to cut all ties from the enemy in whichever form he attempts to trick, coerce, manipulate, and tempt us with. The enemy will use the people or possessions we care about the most to distract or influence our decisions that drive us away from the creator of all things. Wake up, O Israel. You are a select chosen people. Now, without further ado, the rule of this program inhabitants bring to you perfectly stitched like draws and bras. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to lay here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. Messiah, you don't know me anything more than anything that you can do. 
I just want you. And I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry. And I forgot that you're enough. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. And I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I'm sorry when I just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to lay at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. Messiah, you don't know me anything. And more than anything that you can do, I just want you. And I just want you and nothing else and nothing else oh nothing else will do I just want you and nothing else and nothing else oh nothing else will do I just want you. Father, we come before you requesting an audience. We ask the Ruach HaKadosh to flow through this program, to flow through the speakers of this program, and to flow through the listeners of this program. Allow your presence to distract our hearts, minds, and spirits away from the darkness that will attempt to intercede and cause confusion. Our objective is simple for your light to shine through and guide us through the darkness, uninterrupted, fearing not, blessed, and loved. We're here to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. These things we pray in the name of Yahashua HaMashiach, forever and ever. Amen. The Creation Story, a chronology of the Creator's glory, I'll cut to the chase to showcase the biggest mistake made by man in his story. Genesis 2.17 The Most High gave his only commandment to his newly created offspring. He said to his creation of likeness, Do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for in the day creation will eat of the tree, they shall certainly die. 
not in the literal sense, but in the liberal sense. For they will gain knowledge in a sense, but lose in a sense. For only fools die for want of wisdom. But dying fools prefer their sins to be forgiven. Naked and afraid, no garments covering their loins. No need of evidence, they couldn't hide their whereabouts and goings. Ashamed to be seen, they hid from the Creator. For all the wisdom they pursued would not be their Savior. The Creator called upon the likes of His like in creation. Likewise, ashamed, blamed without hesitation. His flesh blamed the serpent and claimed she was deceived. And for their transgressions, punishment for all three. When you complain of being tired, suffering from body aches, exercise on his word, it'll whip you back into shape. Amen. And Shalawan Israelites, I will begin by reading Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. And it reads, And the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field, which the Most High Elohim had made. And he said to the woman, is it true that Elohim has said, do not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we are to eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said, do not eat of it, nor touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, you shall certainly not die, for Elohim knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be like Elohim, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise. And she took of this fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made loin coverings for themselves. And they heard the sound of the Most High Elohim walking about in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Most High Elohim among the trees of the garden. And the Most High Elohim called unto Adam and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who made you know that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded that you should not eat? Now I will read the same account in the Book of Jubilees. The Book of Jubilees covers the same ground as Genesis, but with a lot more insight and detail. A Jubilee is the year at the end of a seven-year cycle of Sabbaths, or 49 years, and thus the Book of Jubilee accounts for the history of creation and Israel divided into a 49-year timeline from creation to Moses receiving the commandments. Jubilees chapter 3, verses 15 through 26. And it reads, In the first week of the first jubilee, Adam and his wife were in the Garden of Eden for seven years tilling and keeping it, and we gave him work and we instructed him to do all that is suitable for serving. And he tilled the garden, and was naked, and was not aware of it, and was not ashamed. And he protected the garden from the birds and beasts and cattle, and gathered its fruit, and ate, 
and put aside the remainder for himself and for his wife. And after the completion of the seven years which he had completed there, seven years exactly, in the second month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the serpent came and approached the woman. And the serpent said to the woman, Has Elohim commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And she said to him, Of all the fruit of the trees of the garden, Elohim has said to us, Eat. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said to us, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You shall certainly not die, for Elohim knows that on the day you eat of it, your eyes shall be open, and you shall be like Elohim, and you shall know good and evil. And the woman saw the tree that was agreeable and pleasant to the eye, and that its fruit was good for food, and she took of it and ate. And when she had first covered her shame with fig leaves, she gave of it to Adam, and he ate. And his eyes were opened, and he saw that he was naked, and he took fig leaves and sewed them together, and made a covering for himself and covered his shame, and Elohim cursed the serpent, and was wroth with it forever. And he was wroth with the woman, because she listened to the voice of the serpent, and ate. And he said to her, I shall greatly multiply your sorrow and your pains. In sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your return shall be unto your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam also he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree, which I commanded you that you should not eat of it. Cursed be the ground for your sake. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat your bread in the sweat of your face till your return to the earth from where you were taken. For dust you are and to dust you shall return. And he made for them coats of skin and clothed them and sent them out from the Garden of Eden. Now, there are a lot of questions I have for Adam after reading these passages. Like, why was being naked shameful all of a sudden? They were the only two humans in the garden. So they had no one to compare themselves with to feel shame. Or, when did they have more shame? Was it after eating of the forbidden fruit? Or, after being expelled from the garden? Why cover with leaves? Why not just ask the Most High for clothing? Perfectly stitched draws and brawls was their immediate thought, not repentance. The Most High knows all and sees all. He knows what we hide from everyone else. He knows what shames us. Did Adam and Eve really want to hide themselves from the Most High? Do you, Israelites? He understands and loves us. The Most High sent his only son to earth, permitted him to take on a fleshly body, removed his seal of protection so that our Messiah could finally cover us not with perfectly stitched draws and brawls, but with his blood.
The world needs love, but in lieu settles for hate. Instead of a hard right, an easy left is what we take. Man cannot partake in disobedience and expect an extension of favor from the Creator. This was outlined in the book of Enoch, chapter 31, verse 3 through 5. In this passage, Enoch describes him bearing witness to the tree of knowledge. He is shown the tree of knowledge, described its fruit, its fragrance, and is informed by the holy angel of the fate of eating fruit from this tree. The holy angel reminded Enoch of the fate of his ancient father and his aged mother who ate from the tree of knowledge, and for these transgressions were expelled from the garden. What's even more interesting about this uncovering is the union forged by man in cahoots with the serpent. Their disobedience against the word of the Most High has resulted in the calamity that we as individuals face daily. Essentially, Adam's sin was the greatest act of defiance a son has committed against his father. For in his actions, he separated man from innocence and purity. Adam turned creation over to the hands of the serpent in exchange for knowledge. Only fools die for want of wisdom. For whom would desire to leave paradise for the hardship of eternal labor? Even in these days, these transgressions have us working harder and harder to earn rest and relaxation. In order to take a moment in time to vacation in a remote location, we like to call paradise. Oh, the irony. There is an even deeper manifestation inside the root of his action. Adam's betrayal ushered in the internal turmoil felt amongst the generations. We all suffer from knowing good from evil, right from wrong, pure from polluted, but yet we bathe in these murky waters daily, having to repent constantly because he decided he had the aptitude to have knowledge like the Creator. And because of this action, we're consistently targeted by the enemy in various forms by way of manipulation and temptation. How often do we find ourselves distancing ourselves from our Creator in favor of manipulation and temptation of the serpent? For nothing new is under the sun, and his tricks and trickery has not changed, but man's inquisitiveness and indulgence has not changed either. It is hidden in this inequity of disobedience, manipulation, and temptation, a rift and or divide leading to the destruction of man's relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKadosh, to include the relationship between the intended family construct. It is imperative that we repent, reconcile, and renew our relationship and trust with the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKadosh daily in order to gain our seal of recognition upon his return. As it states in Matthew 12:33, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree rotten and its fruit rotten, for the tree is known by its fruit. Since we as people, it is unruly to continue to attempt to cover up our secret dealings between ourselves with the enemy, for what is done in the dark shall come to light. And the corruption we embrace is the fragrance to which we be known as rotten fruit. Oh, Heavenly Father, as we depart from this gathering, we ask that your discernment and understanding of the topics discussed will continue to resonate 
in the spirits of the speakers and listeners of this program. We pray that the Holy Spirit touch the hearts of those under the sound of my voice. We pray for continued blessings of the speakers and listeners of this program and ask for a renewed calm and reconciliation amongst all your people. For all these things we ask in Yahushua HaMashiach's name. Amen. Hello, 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 hello.